to kind of really get into stuff, there are certain things that people need to know. And like, given yeah. that like many people don't quite even realize that Ireland is divided in the first place, mm-hmm. um, I I think we should kind of start from the basics. Yes. So Ireland's divided. Did you guys know that? Fun fact: It's I divided. Ireland's divided. Um, Here, let me let me give a seg- segment intro before we actually get started. <laughs> Hello, everyone. You're listening to Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. This is probably being inserted in within an episode, um, an episode that neither of the people on this recording will actually be on. So, hey, it's Matt. And uh, with me, I have Sarah. Hey, bite ye. And we're talking Northern Ireland here. Um, so most of us are dipshits who don't know a shit about fuck. So kind of want to start at the beginning with this one. Uh, the beginning, Jesus. When's the beginning? Is it 1800 when uh, England just decided that Ireland belonged to them now? And was like, okay, well, you belong to us and did a bunch of colonization shit and fucked the country up. Um, My family's from India, so I get it. Oh, big mood. Um, (laughs) We we all hate the English here, except for Alex. (laughs) Alex is allowed. Teen when Ireland was like, "Mm, fuck that. And or we could start. Ah, I don't even know. But anyway, um, as I as I just said before a podcast, um, a lot of people who I talk to don't really realize that Ireland is divided and how like big mm-hmm. a thing that is. Like people, I am known as the Irish person. I am not Irish. I am Northern Irish. Um, every time I call myself Irish, it feels like a bit of a lie. Um, because things are complicated over here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, basically, actually, if we if we're talking 1916, when then whenever the south of Ireland or all of Ireland, I guess back then was like, okay, now nah, fuck y'all, English. The kind of northern bit when actually no, you know what we fucking love? We we fucking we love the Queen. Uh, we love her. Like, who, we I love. Think, I think unionists are the only people who actually like the Queen. It's. The wildest shit. Like people have pictures Canada of the queen. In the, it, like, no, they like England did a colonialism, and they did it so good that the, to this day, people are like, "Oh my god, we love to be colonized." Mm, yas, England, yas, <laughs> queen. It's like a, it's a geographically much smaller chunk of Ireland, too, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, like it's only a, it's like a little bit. There are the south has thirty-two counties, and there's just the sixth six counties in the north um so it's just like and these fucking six counties man they fucking love the queen they stan yeah they stan um they stan a villainous legend um yeah so throughout like the 20th century there's been violence here um and the kind of gist I I I actually don't even know when they put the northern Irish border in I think it was in like the twenties or something. Okay. Um, but the thing up here, not everyone loves the queen. Um, some people have a little bit of common sense about them. Um, and so after they put the border in, just kind of, as they say, the troubles started. Um, ah, the troubles. the troubles. Every time I see Boris Johnson does something, it says, oh man, he's really aching for the troubles to come back. Yeah, I think um, we'll get to Boris in a little bit. We'll, <laughs> we'll get start. To, we'll start. We'll start early first. We'll get to Boris in a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, like, you know, this country has been plagued with violence throughout the whole of the 20th century, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really, and I'm not really going to get into it. You can, like, Google it yourself. Bad shit happened. A load of people died. And it's kind of left this weird cultural scar where, and even, like, I feel it in myself, where every time I meet someone, um, I mean, let, let's put it this way. I am... I can name you off the top of my head which of my friends are Catholic and which of my friends are Protestant. or And that doesn't even mean like which of my friends go to church and actually believe in God. It's th- that's a descriptor of their family, not their religion. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just kind of the way the country works and the way people here think is just skewed in a major way that I don't think people who haven't grown up here understand. Um, I feel like a lot of people will see Ireland as like as a singular place because of like you know just like Americanized Irish culture, uh-huh. and that's like largely the most they'll get out of it. You know, it'll uh-huh. come down to like you know the the clovers, the leprechauns, and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, actually, not to, uh, or actually, maybe a bit. You know, part of the reason the troubles were able to be so violent was kind of because of money sent over from America to the IRA to, like, struggle for the nation, to get the nation back. Which, like, oh you know, great. I like, United Ireland, that, lovely, wonderful. Um, but, the you know, the kind of the cost of the violence um, that was put into that struggle I, I, I is very conflicting. Um, to me and to a lot of people who are kind of trying to move past it. Um, so th- this, uh, yeah, I said throughout the 20th century and then at the end, end of the 20th century, 1998, uh, the Good Friday Agreement, um, which you'll see a lot in a lot of Brexit news stuff, yeah. um, kind of marks the end of that. Um, There's been like scattered, there was scattered things here and there after that, but that was like largely the end of it. I mean, it definitely wasn't the end of it. Like, shit still goes on. But yeah, yeah. That kind just like of... the the large volume, I guess. Yeah, it just seems yeah. Like there's less of it since then. Is is the point? Yeah, yeah. It it sort of it's it, inactive violence instead of active violence. Right. If you know what I mean. Um, so what, what are like the tenets of this agreement? Like basic, the, wide sweeping. Yeah, basic wide sweeping. Like I've never actually gone and looked up what the Good Friday Agreement entails. I mean, okay, I did like half an hour ago on those big long wikipedia article and i was like i'm not reading any of this um (laughs) but like mood but like what i know it as is kind of the gestures from the government of the united kingdom towards the um like irish identifying community in northern ireland to Mm. allow them to feel like they are part of a whole um you know, like a, a lot of people in this country will refer to Northern Ireland as the North of Ireland, yeah, um, rather than Northern Ireland, and it's just like a subtle linguistic difference that, like, they feel, yeah, it means a lot um, and stuff like that. That means that I have two passports: I have a British passport and an Irish passport because I, as someone born in Northern Ireland, am entitled to be both a British and an Irish citizen. Okay. Um, things are a little complicated. There's been some stuff about that on the news as well. Yeah, um, and that's kind of the the first thing, and then the second thing, or possibly the most important thing um, to do with what we're talking about today, is the fact that there is 
no border between the north and the south. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, it's back the soft in border. The soft border, um, the soft and gentle border. You know, back in the sixties, <laughs> the soft woo border, the soft woo border. Um, yeah, back in like the fifties, my you know my grandmother tells me stories about having to like smuggle stuff across the border because like you couldn't get it up north because there'd been a war and there was rationing, so you had to go down south to get like their sugar and smuggle it across the border and like go in past guards and checks. And yeah. you know she always tells me this story about how she had a bolt of silk wind wound around her body to like make a wedding dress, and she wasn't allowed to bring this in. And then the police got stopped them at the border and to create a distress and she spilled peanuts all over the back of her car and this distracted the police and they got the silk in like she tells me that story every single time i go to her house but it's a good it's story a good one um especially if one of those police were allergic to peanuts that would have just been like a feather in the cap there no that's praxis that would be praxis <laughs> but you know uh nowadays you, you can just you can drive freely anywhere mm-hmm. on this island and you kind of apart from you know the road signs changing font and the speed limits speed limits becoming in kilometers per hour instead of miles per hour and like the currency apart from that there's nothing to really oh my god say. one of them is metric and one of them is imperial the road signs yes oh my god you get used to it oh I mean, like, I've, I've gone into the States from Canada before and had to deal with it there. But, like, you know, that's a hard border. There's, like, you're spending a good hour getting across. I can't imagine them just kind of suddenly changing. It would really throw me off. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, suddenly it's, like, 70 miles an hour, 120 kilometers an hour. And I'm like, yeah, this is grand. But, Matt, like, okay, Matt, question. What, like, so what is the process in order to get into America? Like, how do you... How does that work? Because I have literally never experienced this in my life. I have okay. never crossed a border. On, it depends stopped. on how you're crossing. Um, when you do it at an airport, you, you're usually doing your your border crossing functionally while you're at the airport, even if the airport's in like the country. Okay. You'll you'll do some checks there, and then when you arrive, you'll do some checks at the other end. Yeah, I, I've um, done I've done airport shit, but I've never driven yeah, across a border. It's different. Yeah. Uh, when you're driving across a border, um, if you're just like in your own car, you will generally just go into the border station and show your passport say wh- why and how long you're going and if they're not putting you into any extra checks you kind of just drive right through um last time i went over the border in a vehicle um we did have our entire car searched but mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. a thing that could just happen sometimes especially if they expect you that you're trying to uh illegally bring something across the border which they usually think we're doing okay okay um so for you, yeah. it's just like a road sign, right? Yeah, it's it's a road sign. It says, welcome to County Meath or whatever. Or welcome to County Mayo. We have a county called Mayo. It's really fun. It is very fun. Um, so yeah, that sounds like basically like what crossing a provincial border is here. So like crossing the border into Quebec, suddenly the fr- signs are in French. Mm-hmm. That's about mm-hmm. that's about the, the extent of difference I'm expecting here. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, same, like, you know, some, there'll be, like, a subtitle in Irish, and then sometimes yeah. you'll go to places where the signs aren't even in English, and that's just nice. a, like, that's just a nice flex from, like, the the Gaelic regions that only speak Irish, theoretically. Yeah, yeah, because um, they're saying, fuck the English. It's a good flex. Say. It's like, um, if you don't speak Irish, get the fuck out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, no, I'm just looking at the uh, the Wikipedia articles like Brexit and the Irish border because of course that's a it's an o- its own article that exists and would probably be a good complement to this uh, this segment. And yeah. it shows like all the different borders that um, between countries that like share economic areas, like different countries within the Schengen area, and basically by the definition of hard and soft border, these are all hard borders. So mm-hmm. it's really like the only thing of its kind within the European Union. Yeah, yeah. Um... And it's just, you know, it's really nice. I went on a road trip with my friend a month ago, and we just drove around the place, dipped in and out of the country. Didn't really make a difference apart from what cash we were having. We were paying anything by card anyway, so it didn't even yeah. matter. Um, but so uh, I think I want I want to talk about the now that you you're aware of some of the historical context there. I want to talk about the agreement there was a preliminary brexit agreement that yes boris did last week i think it was last saturday that they were debating this on um and because you know if you're gonna have like two if you're gonna leave the european union um you like you know part of the deal involved like different customs laws blah 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 um and part of it was like how are we going to like keep these goods from like being smuggled into the country of, of of the UK if we we because the Good Friday Agreement says that you cannot have a hard establish border. a hard border yes like, that was one of the things no like just absolutely point blank cannot because of people's cultural identity um because you know the people want to feel like they're part of Ireland other half of the population want to feel like they're part of the UK um. So in order to do Brexit, in order to do the Brexit and have different like customs tariffs, uh, economic regulations, there would have to be some kind of division. Um, so in order to not put it at the Northern Irish border, um, Boris's agreement had it sort of up the Irish Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, and, and what sort of what this kind of meant, how oh, he sort of sold it, um, was that okay Northern Ireland you're still part of the UK but like the actual customs tariffs don't get paid until the goods come into mainland UK um don't know um they've been calling this generally just the backstop yeah yeah it's basically them trying to figure something out until they can figure something out which seems to be generally how Brexit works is they figure something out until they could figure something out until they could figure something out until they could figure something out yeah and And all of this would require Boris Johnson to have a single brain cell which he doesn't yeah yeah um and sort of so like what that meant was that Northern Ireland uh would be able to stay in the European Customs Union Mm-hmm. Um, so, and you know, that, I think that will be, like, whenever the backstop announced all the, like, um, nationalists, and nationalist is, as in Ireland, the nation, yes. um, all the nationalists were like, oh, fuck yeah, so so basically you're, you're saying that, like... So the unionists hate is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, the nationalists loved it. Um, I quite like it because it would make Northern Ireland a really appealing place for businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and also because, you know, it kind of would bring us a step closer um, to a United to Ireland, yeah. um, which is the that, the fact that it would be a step closer to a United Ireland is why all the unionists hate it so much. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the DUP for a little bit. 
EUP. Oh, fun fact about the Good Friday Agreement that I found on the Wikipedia article for it. The only political party, the only major political political party in Northern Ireland that did not support the Good Friday Agreement. Can, can you guess who it was? Was it the DUP? It was the DUP. And uh, the um, DUP who also happened to hold the balance of power in government and are, are propping up the, yeah, the Conservatives. Yeah, that DUP that, that like... That one. Oh, oh however, God, was it like fucking one or two years ago, three years ago? Whenever Theresa May's stupid general election came across and then... Oh, he wants to do another one, don't you hear? Oh my god, yeah, I know, I don't even know about that. <laughs> Just leave that for the future, because he wants it really bad, but no one's going to give him one. Yeah. But yeah, I can't even remember when, how many years ago, that Theresa May formed her coalition government with the DUP, and like literally everyone in like England, Scotland, and Wales went, who the fuck are the DUP? Yeah. Um, <laughs> all we know is that they suck. All we know, oh, that's... Oh, that's all you need to know. So yeah, the DP are the Democratic Unionist Party. Um, that's sort of the main unionist party in Northern Ireland. I live in an area which is DUP. It, I live in a really unionist area, um, and it sucks. Um, you know, there's other ones, Australian Unionist Party, People's Unionist Party, blah, 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 blah. Um, but DUP are the main ones. Um, some of the other political parties in Northern Ireland, um, I guess the main one to know about is Sinn Féin. Sinn Féin, um, okay. And they're the, the um, sort of counterpart to the DUP, I guess. Yeah, and they're, um, they're in, like, um, the rest of Ireland as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, something to note is that Sinn Féin, in their elected areas, they never take their seats in Westminster. Um, nice. Which is pretty neat. Because they just um, don't recognize it? Yeah, they're like, this isn't valid. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's a power move. It fucking rules. <laughs> The fun we par move. Um, Ireland you know, seems to have found all the fun ways to tell England to fuck off. <laughs> it's it's really nice. I love it. <laughs> as as like another country that still technically has the queen as their head of government, it's good mm. to see. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, some other parties. There's the Alliance Party, and you can kind of guess what they're about. Um, but like basically, all the political parties in Northern Ireland center around. Do you want? a union with Britain or do you want a union with Ireland? Um, okay. And like, but somehow their politics often, you know, Sinn Féin uh, supports really great supporter of gay rights, you know? Uh, do you pee completely against abortion? Um, oh, actually. Well, they, uh, that means they ate shit recently, right? I know, right? It was they great. They absolutely ate shit. <laughs> this, I think, yeah, it was Monday that um, the gay marriage got legalized in Northern Ireland. Fuck yeah. Um, which was fuck yeah. Um, God, what we're talking about? Because I am, I am, I'm getting lost. There's like too much. We're just talking about the parties remember, now because we started the- talking about the DUP because we started talking about unionists. Remember the start of the episode where I was like, it's actually pretty simple. There's not that much to talk about. No, and I'm no, like, oh no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> because I just remembered that the reason that the gay marriage uh, motion was able to pass is because, well, sort of because uh, the Northern Ireland. Uh, MPs haven't, or local MPs haven't been to work in over like two years. We haven't had a local government for like oh, good three hundred days or no normal. I don't fucking know. yeah. Um, and I can't even remember why they we stopped having a government. It was so long ago, and it was some bullshit thing. And our MPs just stopped going to the local governing. Anyway, um, yeah. So 
bring up local parties, uh, DUP, Boris, 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 Boris. Yes, and I mentioned on the, the, his deal from last week, which had the border up and down the Irish Sea. Um, and this this comes and back union, again. Unionists hate this. Yeah, that's where we, that's where we were. This. We finally got back to it. We, fi- we got back to it. We sort of walked it back. Um, <laughs> so th- there's this deal um, that... Um, God, yeah, I can't even remember what happened. I don't. I don't even know if they outright rejected it or supported it. They were just like, mm, "Can we do this later?" Um, but the DUP, who are Boris's or the Conservatives' like main buddies, who have a the coalition, they can with pass them, legislation. The at all, only yeah. reason they can pass legislation at all, just put their foot down, point blank, were like, "No, fuck you, 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 you cannot. We will not support this bill." Um, and just the way that. Because I, I I watched some of the news videos um, of the leaders of the DUP like speaking against it, and the way they talk about the union, it's it's just capital T, capital U. They were like, this deal does not support the union, and we will do everything we can to preserve the union. And they talk about it like it's some kind of sacred thing. Um, it's like the least sacred thing ever. We like the union should be destroyed. Yeah, yeah, um, and so. Because Boris has climbed into bed with the DUP, um, you he know, has to do what they want. He kind of has to do what they want, even though there's like five or six DUP MPs out of like hundreds and hundreds of Westminster oh, yeah. MPs. Um, they kind of are, you know, at the crux of things, um, which is extremely stupid. Um, so it's either he supports what the DUP wants. Mm-hmm. And possibly violates the Good Friday Agreement, or mm-hmm. he ignores the DUP and can't, can't pass legislation at all. Pretty these much. Are the, these are the two legs that he's stuck between right now. Yeah. Um, great. And I, great. The, the we second, love to see it. We, we love to see it. The second leg, I think, is the one he went for with on last week because, like, he went ahead with that bill um, despite the DUP being like, "No, fuck this, I don't like this," and then. Um, I don't think it passed. Um, and they're just at the moment they're doing postponing stuff again. Um, yeah, trying to call an election and whatnot. You know, the simple matter, kind of the simple way to look at it is if you're going to do Brexit, there's going to be a border and it has to go somewhere. Yeah. Either it goes in the middle of Ireland and pisses off all the loyalists and violates the Good Friday Agreement, or it goes... And probably up just straight up restarts the IRA. And literally, uh, that that's... I can talk a bit more about that, because, like, the threat here is... It is just, like, a kind of constant threat of violence. Yes. Um, the IRA, I think... I did see a video of a balaclavid man... Um, talking about how any um, presence on the border would be a target for attack. Um, I don't know how legit the video was. Like, it could have been faked. Someone could have made it up. I mean, even if it's not, like, an organized effort, it's still going to be a target. Yeah, even if it... And even if the... That wasn't the literal IRA coming out and say that, that is still a huge, like, perceived threat. Yeah. Um... And like like it, they're not going to tolerate it. Yeah, like no even if that video it. was fake, it's kind of still val- valid and worrying. Yeah, it's um, prescient in a way. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and actually the reverse is true um, because with all the talks about the border up and down the Irish Sea there like there have been meetings of um, loyalist loyalist means loyal to the queen right um, don't try not to I'll, I'll try and stick to unionists there was a meeting of like unionist um, party leaders uh, and I think this was last week because they were talking about it on Thursday as I was driving down to Balmina. Yeah, so this was in the middle of last week there was a meeting of unionist party leaders. This meeting included um, members of paramilitary groups. Oh good. um, Such as the UVF, which is the Ulster Volunteer Force. You can think of them you've you've probably heard of the IRA Irish Republican Army. UVF is Ulster Volunteer Force and they're again kind of the mirror to them. Um there are other ones, such as another big one is the UDA, which is Ulster Defence Association. Um, and, you know, there's various others, Ulster Freedom Fighters, Ulster Youth Movement, um, blah, 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 blah. a fun drinking game that I like to do sometimes is to try and challenge my friends to name how many terrorist organisations they can... Anyway, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a lot of them. Yeah. And there was a spokesperson from this meeting saying, you know, you know we definitely don't want violence and... Um, we're not advocating for violence and every time he was saying this it was kind of there was a undercurrent of a threat of we don't want violence but we will go back to that if we have to yeah um and it's it's it sucks you know um because anything that happens seems is gonna piss off enough people that it's gonna cause something yeah, seems to be set to uh, yeah, upset the apple cart. Yeah. Um, because really, the best you can hope for is Irish unification, so hey. It kind of is the best. And, like, I've, like, I, growing up, I tried my hardest to, like, forget about everything. Um, mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know, I'm just, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't care what country I'm in as long as there's not, like, violence on every, you know, as long as things are peaceful. And now I'm just kind of like, oh, my God. Can we just please be part of Ireland, please? Ireland, yeah. do you even want us anymore? Take us back. So you, the unionists can just fuck off and go live in England. The unionists can honestly fuck off. Um, okay. So I think that 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 makes that paints a much clearer picture than I had in my head for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if because I don't know if I've glossed over anything or forgotten about something. Uh, one thing I do remember that um, had occurred last week is that apparently any. About Northern Ireland, Northern Irish people automatically having like UK citizenship. Yes. The way, yeah. I don't know how that's different from you saying that you have a passport for the UK. Yeah. You know, because I thought, um, I'm trying to find the news article because there was a, you know, part of the uh, English people are going to hit me for saying this, um, but part of the reason I got an Irish passport was in order to get free university. Um, Naturally, because in Scotland, if you are an EU citizen, uh, you qualify for their local uni fees, which are essentially free. Oh, um, sick. So if you ever people in Northern Ireland find about this, and like loads of people got Irish passports and then went to uni in Scotland because it was free um, for them, if they went on their Irish passport, um, That's and then everyone in England like couldn't do this and got really mad about it. Um, <laughs> It was again. That's, 
I just, yeah, now that this is Scotland just having wonderfully petty moments with England. <laughs> it's just a fun, love. again, a fun power move on behalf of the Celtic nations. Yeah, it um, rules. <laughs> so that, that, in that circumstance, I was an Irish citizen. I was an EU citizen. Um, but there was a news story, I think this was a few months ago, about a lady um, who had tried to, like, adopt a child as an Irish citizen, and the official body had automatically recognised her as a British citizen. Um, And that, like, invalidated the Irish And that invalidated something. uh, Okay. That would would make sense with why people are pissed off about it then. Because if you're yeah. if every if every Northern Irish citizen automa- is automatically a British citizen, then that would technically strip them of Irish citizenship. Which, when talking about all like the wanting to exist as a nation stuff that you were talking about earlier, uh, that just seems like it's designed to piss people off. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess find a nice way to tie a bow on this, and we're pretty much through with it. Because, um, you know, it's a developing story. There's plenty more coming out every day. Brexit is a constant nightmare for everyone involved. Aye. Uh, which is why I'm very excited that after our Canadian election, uh, there are people in the West trying to talk about separating because of how, you know, nicely Brexit seems to be going. <laughs> it's yeah. all very stupid. I'll talk about it on a normal HKIP episode soon. Yeah. And, you know, of course, there's actually there's a lot going on in Scotland. Um to do with their separatist movement, uh, which is great. Um, I hope it goes well for them this time. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Remember, actually- like the pr- the primary the primary uh, the primary no sovereignty argument was we want to stay in the EU. Uh, how'd that one go for you? Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, a lot of the I saw quite a lot because I still because um, I lived in Scotland for basically the last for seven school, years. Right? Um, so I most like half of my Twitter is still Scottish and there was a lot of stories about people in Scotland being sort of pissed off at, at, at Boris's deal because like it talked almost exclusively about Northern Ireland and there was no mention of Scotland in it, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of, which is, was very stupid because like, guys, you don't share You're a literally lot just stoking further it. independence like, fears. Yes. This, come on, come on. Um, and well, again, I'm starting I, to think the, that the conservatives aren't very smart. I think about the conservatives. They're not very... Yeah. They're not too bright, are they? They're not too bright. Um, no. <laughs> the brightest thing about the Conservative Party is Boris Johnson's hair. It's uh-huh. a fun joke <laughs> Nice. Funny good joke. Um, but yeah, and like, you know, Scotland being pissed off with Northern Ireland. And I also get the feeling um, that like the rest of the UK is incredibly pissed off at the DUP. L- like, um, yeah, for yeah, continually those, like, essentially being the main thing delaying this. Yeah, pre- like pretty much. Um, because like, you know, the, the simplest solution is because, you know, England, Scotland and Wales are on an island. Um, and, and Ireland is on a different island. And Ireland is a different island. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the kind of simplest solution is to have a customs border up and down the Irish Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, God, there was, there was a whole other thing about, um, consent to do with does the does like the do the Northern Irish people like consent to having their customs union be part of or their customs regulations be part of the EU? Um, and the whole thing about um, 
that like once every four years, um, the Northern Irish Parliament would vote to say yes, we want to follow EU regulations, or no, we want to follow British regulations. Right. And there was a clause in this that there had to be a cross-community majority, um, which means there has to, there it can't just be a majority vote across all of the Parliament of Northern Ireland. It would have to be, um, you know, a majority of sort of. Uh, loyalist each party and nationalist. I mean, not each party because there's more than two parties. Um, right. So just a majority along each yeah. like, faction. Well, each faction, yes. Um, along okay. what is I I said said um, unionist and nationalist and nationalist. Um, which um, the DDP weren't happy about um, because <laughs> the funny thing is the. Um, the bill said that it would just have to be a general majority, um, which the DUP were very upset about, because if it was a general majority, it just means that most people would vote to stay part of the EU customs union and to be part of United Ireland, um, because the DUP are like the only people... They, they in, wouldn't be able to have their like, yeah. every four years dinner boot. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. Because basically the DUP are the only people opposing this who right. see the union between Northern Ireland and the UK as sacred and so they're, they're at all costs. Every what cost. this comes down to is essentially the DUP is constantly trying to drag Ireland into the past. Yeah. Yeah. At like all costs. Yeah. And like the medieval past, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, no, like super far back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, y- you hate it. Yeah. God, I hate the DUP. They suck. Uh, I'm I'm actually I'm getting to vote in this country for the first time because the previous I've voted in Scotland. Um uh so we'll see we'll see what goes on if there ends up being a Boris's stupid election. I'll see mm-hmm. how that pans out. Um yeah, it'd be very interesting. Yeah, and then see who there is to vote for in my area who isn't the DUP. I don't think there even is a Sinn Fein representative here. Like oh, they just bad, don't bother huh? coming to my area. It's that bad. It's just various shades of unionism. <sighs> uh, fun times. Hey, yeah. but at least at least we have Game of Thrones being filmed here. That's great. At least you had had Game of Thrones being filmed there. I mean, I guess the new thing's being filmed there too, isn't it? Uh, yes. Oh, fun, fun. You know, just in Northern Irish segment, Game of Thrones news. They filmed the uh, pilot episode for their first prequel series. Um, the one with Naomi Watts about- in it. Yeah, and apparently it went fairly well. Um, although the production company that was brought in uh, apparently treated the staff really badly, so they have been essentially banned from producing films in this country, which is pretty oh, fun sick. to me. <laughs> Sad that like a lot of people had to suffer for that to happen, but I'd like to hear that. Yeah. Um, haven't heard anything else in like film industry rumor mill. Um, I'm sure the new Game of Thrones series will be bad, just like the previous one. It's fine. Well, I mean, I George is actually a... involved in this one, so who knows? And I also heard that like the director and writer are both women. Oh, that's 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 helpful. So yeah, there's um, been there'd been one episode written by a woman in the entirety of Game of Thrones. So Jesus, and I think two directed. Ooh, it. We love it. We love it. Um, I just remembered the fucking thing the DUP did two years ago where they were like, hey, we're going to fund like environmentally friendly uh, energy production. Right. So they had a thing where um, if you installed a wood pellet burner in your house and you burned wood chips to make energy, the government would like give you money and subsidize this. So can you fucking the, guess the what people did? The famously thing of burning wood. Like people just started like 
buying wood pellets and like setting up sheds that just burnt wood to get money and it was like i'm pretty sure that sounds like it's just gonna make that's gonna make air pollution worse yeah and like i genuinely think this was like a scheme for money laundering by the dup to fund to funnel their like uda drug money into like legitimate party funds or some shit you know Um, or just to like get their paramilitary service back up who knows yeah pretty much you know we have like public service ads on the side of buses that say paramilitaries don't protect you they control you and like that's a thing that people who that's a normal thing to have on a bus it's like a normal thing to have on a bus that's like anti-paramilitary like hey like don't smoke it'll give you lung cancer except it's like don't do paramilitaries (laughs) don't do a paramilitary please don't do a paramilitary don't do a paramilitary (laughs) please you love it ugh Ah, uh, that's probably a good spot for this uh, this segment. So thank you, yeah. Sarah, for joining us today. Yeah. And uh, this has gone long enough that we could release it by itself. So we'll see if this ends up in an episode or if uh, we just put it on the feed by itself. Yeah, yeah. God, I can't believe I was like, there's not that much to talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you and uh, Semper Funny. Yeah, Semper Funny. I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to go to bed mad. <laughs>